You are now listening to The Good NBA Podcast, a podcast by Next Season Sports Media. What is up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to The Good NBA Podcast. Uh, I am Drew Wade, here with my co-host, former state champion, ultimate Frisbee player, the legendary Brendan Swam. Brendan, how are you doing today? Drew, I am doing great. It's great to be here on the inaugural episode of the Good Basketball Podcast. One might even call it the pilot episode, Um, but... Unlike most TV pilot episodes, this one's going to pass with flying colors, and this is going to be, we're, this is, we're making history right now. We're about to cement ourselves in the, in the sports media uh, industry. This could be the first step in a very long, long staircase. Very, really long. Uh, let yeah. me emphasize how long this staircase is. Um, oh, yeah. It's a pretty long staircase, but... You know, I don't want I don't want to make automobile plastic for the rest of my life. So, <laughs> and I do not want to wait tables the rest of my life. You know, you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> and why not here on the good NBA podcast? Emphasis on the. Um, this is the only good one. So take all your other NBA podcasts, toss them in the trash. You have found. Uh, the end. This we're in the end game now. I think Tony Stark once said that. So uh, that's mm. how I feel about this podcast. Yeah, basketball good. Marvel movies kind of bad. Mm. Kind of bad. We'll leave that discussion for another podcast. <laughs> uh, we'll get you in. We'll get you in our good friend Jacob Wilkinson in a. Uh, oh, geez, I can't go around with him. No, you, no, he's on your side. <laughs> one, so you guys oh. can just like beat off each other. Anyway. Talk some. Let's talk some basketball. Do you want to talk some basketball? Let's talk some basketball. We're in the conference finals. We've got two great series going on. The draft lottery just happened, and Ben Simmons wants out. I don't know if that's true. Uh, no, I don't think he wants out. I think uh, Philadelphia wants out of Ben Simmons. Whether the it, team it, wants wanna... out, the city as a whole wants out. I don't know about the team if they're all in on getting out yet, so to speak. But boy, yeah, uh... like the players. Just the entire city, man. I don't know if he can show his face literally anywhere in the 215 area code. Uh, well, don't worry. He spends all of his time on Warzone anyway. That's true. I don't think he's not going to be shooting anywhere. No, no. Not a, not a basketball anyway. But I, from what I hear, he, he shoots his shot pretty well on Warzone. So maybe that's where he's going to take it. And Instagram. And Instagram, yeah. He's very... <laughs> involved with the kardashians as well so you know basketball maybe it was just a hobby for him uh right and that's why he passed up that wide open dunk that might have changed game seven versus the uh five seed atlanta hawks or the number one seed philadelphia 76ers but that's neither here nor there as as you so uh adequately stated we are in the conference finals um there's a game tonight. Uh, I think it's starting in about an hour. Game yeah. four of Bucks Hawks. Uh, yes. What are your What are your thoughts going into that one? Uh, I'm 
I'm a little scared for everyone's Cinderella team, uh, Atlanta. Yeah. I think Trey is probably done. Uh, you know, he is third right now in playoff minutes played. True. That, that doesn't surprise me. He seems to be the entire team. So, yeah. And with Bogey, goes as Trey goes, looking hurt as well. I think just Giannis is just going to steamroll him. Uh, they had a nice little game, one win, and that's always fun for the fans, but I can't see this going longer than five. Yeah. I definitely agree with you. I did say the same thing after the Sixers made it 2-1 against the Hawks, but um, you good bring point. up a, a really you bring up a good point about uh, Trey uh, hurt his foot, ankle rolled his foot in the last game. Uh, definitely was not at full capacity after that. It definitely showed with the product that they put out on the floor. Um, so that's going to be tough for them uh, going into Game Four tonight. They are in Atlanta, so. Maybe they can try to feed off of the home crowd for some of that energy there. But I don't know, man. I think the Bucks are just too much of a better team overall, especially if Trey is not playing at, like, 100%. Yeah. And, I mean, it seems like they're kind of figuring out the offense at the right time, too, right. Um, to go to Middleton rather than having those Giannis face-ups. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it looks like, I mean, if you're losing Trey and Bogey, this team can't recover from that. No. Uh, I mean, John Collins has uh, kind of emerged in these playoffs. He, he's he been playing really well, as much as it pains me to say it, because he really ticked me off in that series against the Sixers. Yeah, how do you feel and about the Embiid shirt he was wearing? Man, uh, man I, I would like to like John Collins, but that just cemented the fact that <laughs> I can't like him. This is, man, that dunk was one of the most like frustrating things for me to watch in that series. Uh, obviously, I have a little bias. If if you guys haven't picked up on this yet, I'm a, a big Philadelphia 76ers fan, so still mourning that loss. But when he dunked on Embiid like that, I, I mean, I just felt like he was he put him in a chokehold, basically, and I felt like, you know, that should have been, maybe should have been an offensive foul, but I guess the rest of the world didn't see it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> um, can we put a... We get our producer to put a picture of that up on the board. Oh, uh, the dunk. Yep. 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 Look at that. Wow. Thank you, producer. Um, wow. Maybe maybe an offensive foul. Yeah. You know what I mean. Thanks, Craig. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Um, but yeah, back to Bucks Hawks. Um, in game one, you mentioned they did get that nice. The Hawks they did get that nice win, but I think the Bucks have it really in the second half of game one they seem to figure out that defense a little better of how to play trey um true and it seems like they've made some good adjustments going forward he hasn't been uh, obviously he hasn't scored 48 points again like he did in game one but uh, i think i yeah. think we can agree bucks and that five. we're done with very young yep yes yes and we do not have to watch him catapult himself into defenders to draw fouls anymore until next season so that's something yeah. to celebrate <laughs> that's great i mean i was sick of his hair as well yeah and just, thereof. yeah and and like you said just falling around all over the place we already got chris paul you know we don't need both yeah. in the yeah. finals <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man it's just it be every <laughs> possession somebody's just we go booker oh, foul, foul. Yeah. <laughs> 
But uh, to, to, to pivot on that, um, did you see the report about the NBA looking into changing the rules a little bit so that players like Trey and James Harden can't pull stunts like that anymore? Yeah, it's very interesting to me. I don't know how they're going to police that because it's kind of something good players have done for years. Right. You think about Dwayne Wade and like even, I mean, further back than that, but that type yeah. of player has always kind of lived at the free throw line, I think. Right. But I think, I think there's a difference between how like Dwayne Wade did it and how Trey Young and James Harden do it. I feel like Dwayne, uh, he at least made it a little more look a little more natural. I don't know. Yeah. Just, he's like, not going to pull you in. Harden do. Yeah. Yeah. That Harden arm definitely needs to go. Yeah. So. Somebody get rid of that thing. Whereas, I mean, I think it could be kind of genuine with Trey Young because he probably weighs like like 130. So That's true. Yeah, he he's definitely kind of bumper like carring off people. Yeah. So, but we'll, uh, we'll monitor how that develops. Um, so let's pivot to the other uh, conference finals series. We had game five of the Western Conference Finals last night. Uh, Phoenix had a chance to close it out in Phoenix, uh, unable to do so. Playoff P. Uh, what, do you, what do you have to say about Playoff P for the Clippers? We never gave up on you, Paul George. You oh, know, all these other sports media outlets uh, definitely gave up on the Clippers when Kawhi went out. Yep. They're looking strong, Drew. If they win this they game are. six, I think. I'm thinking the Suns are in trouble. I think you said yes. that earlier. Yes. Uh, if they win game six, they, uh, I don't know. I don't know about them against the Bucks, but they might be the favorite to win the finals. If they win game six for me. With just Paul George? I mean, it, we didn't think just Paul George would, you know, be able to keep them afloat game five in Phoenix with the season on the line, but yeah. What do you have? 41 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And down the stretch, he just could not miss. They were just going shot for shot. There was like a small point where the Suns brought it back, uh, hit a couple threes, like their usual corner threes. Um, Chris Paul hit a couple shots, and they had it down to six. But then like Patrick Beverly hit some threes, and Paul yeah. George just Closed them out. Paul George missed five shots last night. Like, that's crazy. Wow. I think his final line was 15 for 20 from the field. Wow. Yeah. So that's like 20. definition of clutch right there. You're back against the wall. Your season is on the line, and you just have an absolute monster of a game like that. Yeah. Props to Paul George. That was incredible. It's reminiscent of the Pacers series back in the day with him. But now it seems like he's so much better, like, as a shot creator. Yeah. Like, he's not just going to the rim. He's always pulling back for that little mid-range shot or that three ball. Did you see that cross he had on Chris Paul? Holy cow. Yeah. That oh, did not give enough love. No, it did not. He sent him stumbling, like, back to Oklahoma City with that one. That was <laughs> crazy, man. Oh, no. But, man. Yep. Game six of that series tomorrow i believe back in la mm. not like that matters because i don't feel like anybody in la really likes the clippers that much i don't know yeah. who people are that are going to the games because i didn't think the clippers had fans 
<laughs> it's the secondary fans, the people that like yeah. the NBA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guys that just have – you remember – did you see Rob Lowe go to that NFL game a couple years ago? He just had an NFL hat on. He wasn't supporting either. Oh, that yeah. was that, that, that's all the people at the Clippers games. <laughs> <laughs> you can see every jersey in the arena at one time. Yeah. <laughs> but yep, so uh let's move on from playoffs. I think uh talked about these series a lot. We'll have more to talk about in the next episodes, surely. I mean, obviously there's a game about this happen right now, so we'll be able to talk about that. But let's pivot into why don't you tell um this will be a nice segue into the next talking point. Why don't you tell why don't you tell the people a little about your fandom? Uh who are you repping in the NBA? Yeah, uh, well, I'm a Portland Trailblazers fan. Uh, God knows why. Um, jerseys, you told me. <laughs> it, actually, that is the reason, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because as a child, I really latched on to the Lamarcus Aldridge hook shot in jerseys. It was really like the fadeaway that he shot. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's an awesome shot. Um. <laughs> around Damian Lillard's rookie year, honestly. And so kind of been stuck with them ever since. And now it looks like we're getting rid of the best player I've ever seen on that team. Okay, I thought you were about to just leave it at that. I was like, oh, wow, that's a hot take. Best player ever, Damian Lillard. (laughs) Best player ever on the Blazers. Yeah, that's a much more uh, palatable take. I think. Uh, yeah. Second greatest rapping hooper ever behind Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith. Oh, my goodness. Why yeah. is Will Smith? High, high school basketball music? legend. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now it looks like we have Chauncey Billups as our head coach, which, you know, I don't have anything to say about at all. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. Yeah, that's kind of how no I feel about that move, too. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. This was an upward move, but <laughs> definitely. Terry Stotts was a great coach. Yeah, what happened there? You think they just like you know, we could keep Terry Stotts around and make it to this first or second round every year, right? Or we can give it to try something else and not make the playoffs. <laughs> right, with CJ McCollum as our best player. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've been on the trade CJ camp for a while now. Yeah. So, so it's do you think like if, they trade, if they trade Dame, do you think they're going to also trade CJ, just like blow it all up, start it over? No, I think you, you still choose. You choose one. Okay. Because this is, this is still a potential playoff team, uh, regardless. Uh, because... People don't know this. Damian Lillard cannot play defense. So th- we will improve on one side of the ball when we get rid of either one of them. That's a good point, actually. So, yeah, Dame hasn't officially requested a trade or anything yet. It's all speculation, cryptic Instagram posts from Dame himself. But uh, let's let's that. dive into it. Let's... Let's indulge a little, if you will, the uh, the hype. What uh, what are some realistic trade packages you see uh, getting? So I have I have everyone's favorite. Yeah. Or 
and it involves your team and mine. Hey, this is my favorite as well. I'm sure you. Uh, yeah. I don't even know exactly what you're gonna say yet, but it involves Dame to the Sixers, so I'm already right. on board. Well, I want all three. I want Simmons. Oh yeah, Simmons, Tybal. I want Maxi. Maxi. And I want Thibault, absolutely. Uh, yep. That's and the, I want that's the four hardest. picks. Four picks. Four first? Four picks. Four picks. Yes, all first. Four first. And I'm telling you, Drew, I think that's doable. I think if you're the Sixers, you probably, if, if Portland says they'll do that, I think the Sixers absolutely will do it because. Wow. You, you because you have to. This is the best that Joel Embiid's ever going to be these next two, three years. Um, they need if if they if they're going to win a championship with him, it's got to be in the next couple of years. And um, I think Dame is pretty much like the perfect piece to complement him and to make that kind of thing happen. So, as much as it hurts me to, well, not so much Simmons anymore. I'm still mad at him. Um, as much as it would hurt me to get rid of Thibault and Maxi uh, for Damian Lillard, I mean, come on. It's, yeah. We're, we're in the finals next year if Damian Lillard's on our team, I believe. If it, that's if everybody stays healthy, which obviously is a big question for Embiid. But, I mean, we still got the one seed and this then. year with him missing seven, 17 games. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I'd say that I mean, is my good. favorite as well. <laughs> as a Portland fan, I love it. I love it too, because oh, yeah, as, much as, the, as much as we love Dame, he's not going to win here. Yeah, it's time so. to come to terms with it. And if you can get Ben Simmons for him, and place him in a team full of like everybody wanting to shoot except him, yeah, that's the perfect Ben Simmons scenario. Yeah, I mean, Melo can take twenty shots a game next year. <laughs> yeah. That is good. That's good offense. <laughs> we, get, we get Covington and um, uh, Covington and uh, what's his name? Long. Which one? <laughs> the Sixers uh, young guy. Oh, Thibel? Thibel, yeah. Long arms on the perimeter playing defense oh, to man. cover up. Man, Matisse Thibel, I I think if he keeps up, he will be future defensive player of the year. He was already getting votes this year with like 20 minutes a game coming off the bench. So, yeah. Kind of crazy. He's you guys. Votes. Those people yeah. should probably be allowed to have votes. <laughs> <laughs> player of the year. But it is interesting. I mean, he'd cover up a lot of holes that CJ, you know, opens up at the two guard. And if we can get Simmons at the point guard, maybe this team could be better as well. Yeah, I think that trade does make both teams better. Uh, it'll make the Sixers potentially considerably worse in like four to five years. But, man, these next few years would be top-notch. And I, I, it's got to be worth it, you know. Just give me one championship in my lifetime, please. <laughs> and, and don't trade us Kyle Kuzma. Please. Oh goodness. Where do you think he's going? You you are you worried that he'll end up on the on the Blazers? Oh, I'm just worried that Dame is gonna ask out to LA like Kawhi 
or something. Yeah. And then we're going to be stuck in this like handcuffs for like the unforeseeable future. Kyle Kuzma jail. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I mean, I don't know how that trade would happen without getting everything they own, but. Right. Ooh, you'd also get Dennis Schroeder. How exciting is that? God. See, this is a future I don't want to see. That, <laughs> is, that would be enough. <laughs> <laughs> to blow the whole doors open on the fandom. I'd be out. Also, also, that's just bad for the NBA if the Lakers are that good. <laughs> I don't know about oh, that. Or... I don't want to see that again. Okay, maybe not bad for the NBA. It's bad for me. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Let somebody else win. We need one more LeBron. <laughs> One more. Do we? Yeah, not Space Jam 2. Hey, you know, that's the best thing going for LeBron this year. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, it's kind of insane that he's still playing at the level he is. What is he, 36? So, yeah. As much as I like yeah, thing about LeBron sometimes, you know, I obviously one of the best to ever do it, if not the best, but. Still my pick for best player in the game. Heard a lot of KD buzz after these Nets years. Yeah, I'd say so. Unless you're going to pick a young guy like Luka. Yeah, I'd say that's probably. How mad do you have to be if you're a Mavericks fan right now? What, just the... Just one game away? Oh, man. Had Had the Jazz... In the second round, you got to be able to beat the Jazz, right? Man, how do you? They did well for a while. 2-0 on LA, and they end up losing seven. That is heartbreaking for that team. Heartbreaking yeah. for Luka. Maybe if Porzingis still knew how to play basketball, things might have ended up differently there. But Porzingis for Simmons? No, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I will take Ben Simmons. For the next 10 years. Rather trade than... the foreigners? Trade what? The foreigners. Oh. <laughs> you know, sometimes when we're watching the streams uh, of the games, uh, not that anyone would watch an illegal stream online, no, uh, it'll definitely. be like the Australian broadcast. And I swear really? Ben Simmons is in every third commercial on there. Is he really? <laughs> he really is. <laughs> Man. How heartbreaking it must be for them then that he's not playing in the Olympics for them this year. Oh, yeah. There's out. literally a, a commercial that talks about him shooting a three-pointer as the punchline. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. Well, I mean, got something going for you. You, you latch onto that. <laughs> you know, actually, I think Matisse Thibel is Australian, too, if, uh, if I'm remembering that correctly. Really? Yeah. I, Kind of surprised to learn that, but I have you seen the play for the Australian national team? Oh, there you go. That's what I was about to ask. Have you seen the U.S. Olympic roster? Oh man, it's like, how are they ever? Like, I feel like the other teams might as well just, you know what I mean? Kinda. Uh, our back two spots are Jeremy Grant and Kevin Love. Hey, I don't know, man. Jeremy Grant. Renaissance in Detroit is much better for Detroit than 
he was when he played on the Sixers in the process. True. Could add Cade Cade Cunningham now to the mix. True. That could be sneaky. It is the East. Sneaky good 11 seed next year. (laughs) (laughs) Another top 10 pick. Yeah. And then (laughs) maybe in five years from now. (laughs) Right. We could be seeing them in the play in. Yeah, neither of our teams had a lottery pick this year, so I think it's kind of kind of a drag to even talk about. Yeah, and it's like whatever, man. Whatever. <laughs> We're gonna get some, a, a new guy. Start the process over in a couple years. Oh, please no. <laughs> but yeah, let me read off some of these for those of you who don't know about Team USA's roster. Uh, Bam Adebayo, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, nice. Kevin Durant, yeah, Jeremy Grant, like you said, yeah, <laughs> Draymond, okay. okay, Drew Holiday, recently maxed. I couldn't believe it when I saw that. Actually, I mean, it's like I know Drew Holiday is a good player for them, but that deal that he signed with the Bucks is just insane. Yeah, Max deal. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, every player in the league talks about how good he is on defense. Yeah. So, so maybe. But four years, $160 million? This is the – that's true. That's $160 million. That's a lot. We're talking – I mean, is he as good as Tobias Harris to be earning numbers like that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We don't have to talk about the Tobias Harris contract. In all fairness to Tobias Harris, he had a great year for us this year. Just yeah. a couple of bad games in the playoffs. But we don't have to get into that. But anyway, Drew Holiday is 31. You just offered him four years, $160 million. Wow, didn't know he was 31. Him, yeah, he, he, he played for the Sixers the last time they were in the playoffs uh, before the process. That's, that's how I... Good team about Drew Holiday. The first it was a good team. Drew Holiday, Thaddeus Young, Iguodala, Andre Iguodala. Yes, sir. We uh, last last season, I remember watching them in the playoffs. I believe it was 2012. Came in as the eight seed, beat the number one seed Bulls that season. Derek, yeah, Bulls. So yeah, he didn't get hurt, right? D Rose. So yeah. (laughs) So maybe that has something to do with it. Had a negative record, if I remember correctly. Probably it's the East. Still snuck in and beat the one seed. Yeah. Joakim Noah at point guard. (laughs) I think I remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's like when I was first getting into watching basketball. Like, you know what? I'm going to start watching the Sixers because I like Philadelphia sports and I want to like basketball now. So that's when I got it. (laughs) (laughs) Those were rough years. Yeah, that was a that was a bad time to choose. Like, yeah, you're an immediate Ish Smith fan for four yeah. years. Ish Smith, <laughs> Isaiah Cannon. Oh, oh, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, back to Team USA. Point. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Just, no one wants to hear my Isaiah Cannon facts. <laughs> I kind of do want to hear your Isaiah. Where? What other podcast we can hear Isaiah Cannon facts on? Let's let's hear it. Well, there was a point uh, in A2K back then where you would scroll through and you see the top players on each team. 
And Isaiah Cannon was definitely one of the top sixers Ooh, on that G League well. team that they rolled out. Oh, on the G League team, he was one of the best. <laughs> no, like on their team. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that must have <laughs> been like, what was that, 2K13, 2K14? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. One of the eight-win teams or something. That's rough. Yeah, well, they, they did have a 10-win a season after I started watching them, so that's cool. There you go. How, how many fans can say that? You know, my team has had a 10-win season since I started watching them. So, hey. It's nothing to be proud of. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to Team USA. Zach Levine, another all-star, I think. Did he make an all-star? I feel like he, if he did. Take it or leave it, in my opinion. He, he was an all-star. I guess you got to have a couple guys just to dunk on people. While you're out there? True. I mean, yeah, he's going to be – I think we're playing like – I think we're playing like Iran in one of our first games. <laughs> okay. So he's just going to be like dunking from the free throw line, I think. <laughs> What's that? Not very worried about Iran right now. Oh, no. Um, you know, maybe in years past, but they're just not the team they used to be. <laughs> Your guy – Damian Lillard on Team USA. And like you said, mm. Kevin Love. Chris Middleton. Okay, this is just the Bucks, I guess. Uh, Jason Tatum. Like, who literally, who, what team in the world is beating this team? There's just zero chance, right? Yeah, I mean, it'll be tough. It'll be tough. We say that every year, though. and Yeah, that is true. It's always a team like this that gets beat. That's true. Like the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I know this is football. Back in like 2012, for the season, Vince Young was like, "This is the dream team." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we went like six and ten or something like that. Yeah. Team after that, so let's. I guess let's not put the curse. I didn't on know they had Durant though. Team. So that's nice. Yeah, that's like tough to pick a starting five. I think they. Yeah, I don't think it matters honestly. <laughs> I think they could put Jeremy Grant and Kevin Love in the starting five. And they would probably still win every game. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too worried about Team USA this year. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited. I'll say that. It is my favorite basketball. It's been a while since we've got to watch Team USA in the Olympics. Yeah, NBA players on FIBA rules is just awesome. Yeah, They just get to the line so much. The shorter three-point line, getting able to hit the ball off the rim when it bounces. Really? And our players will gang. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Huh. Did not know Weird that. rules. I wasn't even aware of the different FIBA rules. So Definitely oh, yeah, weird ball. Even more interest. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can just look at the ball like, what is that? <laughs> is that a basketball <laughs> <laughs> like a volleyball. I think that's a volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fun watching these like international teams put together their best rosters. And like like the NBA players that are on the teams would be like a role player, but they're like stars over there and they can really compete. Yeah. Like watching Patty Mills on Team Australia score like third. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's always it's pretty fun. fun. And like you said, Ben Simmons on Team Australia. Shoot. Yeah. Damn. 
they I mean they gotta be thinking they could win a gold. I mean they they probably were for Ben <laughs> Maybe they're thinking they maybe even more now, like wow, we don't have to worry about this guy not shooting the ball. <laughs> right. Like, coming angry with an actual point guard in the game. Team Australia looks to trade Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, the entire nation is just like, literally. You, know, you can just take them for Pogachevsky on the Thunder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's from somewhere. <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> just like Chauncey Billups, I would decline to talk any further. <laughs> Oh, Chauncey. <laughs> what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, kind of an ugly dude. No offense, Chauncey Billups. I don't think I have seen Chauncey Billups, what he looks like. I'm going to get that you're, live. You're, you're, you're going to you're gonna get my reaction to Chauncey Billups. It's live. like Sam Cassell, but less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Wow. Hey, those Detroit teams were awesome in the early 2000s. I'll say that. That was right when I started watching basketball. Oh, yeah. What year was that they won the championship? Championship team in 2004 over the Lakers, and that was the Dream Team Lakers with Gary Payton and Carmelo. Wow. Yeah. Imagine the Pistons being good now. That's like <laughs> right. a, whole, that's a whole other Rip world. <laughs> Tayshawn Prince. That's why it was so crazy when LeBron went on that run in 06 to beat them. Because they were like the defending uh, East title holders for two straight years. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, would, I would pretend like I knew more about that, but 2006, <laughs> I did not care about basketball one lick. <laughs> right. There you go. Not all of us were simulating seasons on 2K5. <laughs> no, I was strictly a Madden kid back then. Lots of Madden. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell because I'm not good at Madden now, but <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Different games now, Drew. No highlight stick anymore. True. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I feel pretty good. About this, yeah. Uh, you got anything else you want to? Anything else you're itching to talk about in the NBA before uh, we clear for today? Can't say I have anything else. Just a just a big shout out to Chris Paul. Come on, don't choke, Chris. Yeah, man. We're all we're all looking at you, Chris Paul. Uh, we, nobody wants to talk listening. about the Clippers Bucks. We know you're listening. We know Chris Paul is listening to this podcast because <laughs> yeah, Uncle Chris, that's what I call him. Yeah. <laughs> This is the good NBA podcast. So, uh, yeah, that'll do it for this pilot episode of the good NBA podcast. Uh, we got a couple things coming down the pipeline. Uh, this is uh, going to be one of the foremost podcasts on next season sports media, a uh, website we are putting together with a couple buddies. Um, going to be covering a wide array of sports. Um, I mentioned Jacob Wilkinson earlier. He and I do a podcast called NFLs, where we go through every week during the season and uh, 
pick who we think is going to win every game during that week. And we also have a coin that we flip to pick a team and see if we can do better than just dumb luck. So if that sounds like something that would interest you, uh, give that a listen. We're going to be doing a off-season episode uh, in the very near future. So be looking for that as well. Um, but yeah, we, we're going to be covering the NFL. Uh, we're going to be covering esports. We're going to cover... I've got a guy that wants to cover some soccer, some... Uh, disc golf because he's super into disc golf. I'm like, yeah, dude, let's cover That's... everything. So how about that? Yeah. So if you're looking for a one-stop spot for all sports, uh, unlike our huge competitor, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, you're not going to see esports really forefronted nope. on their website. You're not going to see disc golf on there. So you know we're giving everyone an equal playing field. So I think that should mean something for us. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on, Drew. Really appreciate it. It's going to be a great season. I'm I'm excited to do this podcast with you. We've been talking about this for a long time, so I'm glad we are finally getting around to it. Even though you know it's the end of the season now, but yeah, uh, there's still some good basketball to be played. Still a lot of good things to talk about. So I'm excited to move forward. So, me too. Uh, so, uh, thanks for having me, me, Drew. Of course, man. This has been the good NBA podcast. I'm Drew Wade, and for Brendan's.